Hello, and welcome to Toxic as Fuck, where we are creating conversations around toxicity, how it manifests, and what we're doing to heal. I'm your host, Ellis, and on today's episode, I am joined by Stephanie Williams. We talk about everything from love and self-esteem to the shade room and Popeye's chicken sandwich. Enjoy! How are you today? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. I don't know why I sound like Oprah. <laughs> Gotta sing everything. Oh, yes. I love it. Love the energy. <laughs> so can we actually talk about Mocha Minutes for a second? Because you are actually sure. playing the game. Like oh. I saw you on Podthon and I was like, oh. She gets it. She's here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it takes a minute, but you get it. You're like. (laughs) So, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I am Stephanie. I'm the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. It is a podcast where I talk about current events, my single life, aka the ghetto, uh, (laughs) mental health, and anything else that pops up into my head. I like to equate my show to the potpourri section of Jeopardy for Black-ish. Oh my goodness. I was listening to a few episodes and like I came across one about Sam Whiteout and I'm like, what's she saying about my man Sam? And then I was like, "Mm." (laughs) But I was like, ooh, good point, good point, good point throughout the whole thing. (laughs) And you know what's bad? I'm like, oh, I did talk about him, didn't I? And you know, that's that's my little boo. That's that's one of my favorite little snow bunnies. And I'm like, so this is bad. Oh, my God. And you know what's bad when you could change someone's opinion? And I'm like, oh, but they making so much sense right now. I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm like, no, still like him. Maybe he's learn and grow like somebody else has it. But still, though, you know, I'm like, it's out there. Oh, Sam, come on, baby. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I'm still rooting for you, but like, do better. Right. And you know, what's really funny about when stuff like this happens to folks, you will find these people who will go, I never seen it for so-and-so. You'll be like, well, where the heck have you been? I'm like, all of a sudden, all these people who don't like that person come out of the woodwork going, see, hi, told y'all. I'm like, uh, all right. Right. <laughs> like, I, okay. Oh, Not bad where you're like waiting for somebody. It's like, uh, look, I can't, I can't get too hyped because something might happen and then I might have to quote unquote cancel them in my mind. I can't even. Yeah. It's like nobody gets canceled, y'all. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> to cancel them, no one gets canceled. Nobody. And it's like, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's, as long as we stop looking for perfection in folks, you can be fine to like who you like. But if you like somebody and they do something problematic or messed up, it's okay to say that and still say you like, you know, I like their music, I like their stuff, but except for R. Kelly, don't do that. <laughs> don't <you> do that. <laughs> but anything else, you know, Sam Whiteout, it's like, oh, you can still like him. It's cool, but just realize sometimes they, look, call a thing a thing. Right. This is messed up, but you know, still watch some shimmy and do all the videos, and you know, that's fine. <laughs> Look up, but not R. Video. Kelly. Mm-mm, don't do it with R. Kelly. I will judge you. Oh. Like Old Testament. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. When people defend stuff like Arts Kelly, I just like, I turn off. Like I can't, I can't do it. I can't do this with you. I'm like, no, I'm see, you're not going to do this. Not with me. I was one of them old school people not to be like, um, I was, and I'm dating myself at this point Mm. back when BET used to have news on at like 11 o'clock at night. And Ed, I think his last name is Gordon, because it was like three different people on BET. He had one of the early interviews with R. Kelly, and this was back when the tape came out. Mm. And I was in college. So, yeah, I'm totally dating myself at this point. And my friend and I, who's my good friend to this day, we were sweet mates. So we had like, you know, Jimmy rigged our bathrooms open because we were like, we're going to have fun with this. And we watched Ed Gordon ask him three different ways if he did if the, it was him on the tape and he was like oh we all have a past and we're screaming just answer the question it's a yes or no question I'm like oh he did it so i be like i've been off r kelly for a very long time so i didn't need the documentary i was like oh no it's fine i hope y'all catch up that's fine that's crazy i couldn't even watch the documentary because like so triggering i was just like eh it took me a minute. I would have to, like, I watched it, but because I thought it was just, like, maybe one night. I didn't know it was, like, all these different parts. It was two hours. I was like, wait, wait. I'm so confused. Wait a minute. This is, it's, what? What is going, what is this? I had to, like, watch, like, episodes of Nailed It after every part. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me turn on Nailed It and watch people screw up cake. Like a scary movie. You got to watch some cartoons after that. That's what I w- did when I after I watched Ip Chapter Two. I'm like, let me go home and watch the Steven Universe movie because I'm <laughs> not falling asleep after this. It's like, nope, 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 nope. Like, let me. I went with my mom and I'm like, I'm going home to watch Steven Universe, and she was like, that sounds like a plan. I need something funny to watch. I'm like, I'm serious. I'm like, excuse me, it's some clown that eats children. Like, I don't, I can't just fall asleep. I'm like, I don't know how y'all do it. Right. well i'm so glad to have you here and i'm ready to get into some toxic stuff are you ready absolutely okay so first i want to know how you would define like a toxic relationship or like toxicity in general uh so as someone who sees friendships ever as relationships that's an interesting thing but i think toxic is for relationships is when you can't be yourself mm. and also when that person treats you or how you carry yourself or you as a person as if it's a burden that is very very toxic and a lot of people do that in friendships and relationships where they treat people like it's oh my gosh loving you is such a burden then leave me alone how about that <laughs> It's like, or feed into like, cause all of us have insecurities. All of us have dealt with um, issues with self-esteem. And so if you find those people who prey on you about that, that's so toxic to watch it. Toxic is something that brings you down, that triggers that, that insecurity in yourself. It, it, it triggers that hate in yourself when really a relationship should really foster love for yourself and love for other people. Absolutely. And it's funny you say that because it's like sometimes when um, like self-esteem, self-confidence, this all comes into um, relationships. And sometimes those toxic people, like 
your energy that you're giving out draws them to you. And then you're wondering like, oh, what is it? Like, why do I keep bumping into the same kind of person? And it's like, because, you know, they're, they're drawn to that energy. They, they feel that, they sense that, and they come in like a fucking shark or something. Yeah. They smell the blood in the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Okay, so let's jump into some viral talk. So the viral talk segment is where we discuss like tweets and memes and like anything in between that causes a stir on social media. Mm-hmm. And so the first is a tweet exchange that my leak Teal posted on her Instagram in which oh, wow. <laughs> a woman tweeted her saying, all men don't cheat. Only women who choose to deal with a certain type of man will believe that. And my leak responded by saying, exactly. I read somewhere that you date at the level of your self-esteem. So I want to get your feelings on like both of those statements. That all men don't cheat. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> one say all. So I was like, all men don't cheat. I'm like, so, you know, what's really funny about that whole men and cheating thing is that in some weird way, it always circles back to women and how it's our fault. We're not doing... So now it's our self-esteem is the problem why men cheat. Mm. It's like, you don't look a certain way. You don't keep yourself up. You don't cook him dinner. You don't cut up his food. You don't wipe his ass. You don't stay home enough. You don't pay the bill on dates. You don't have the right self-esteem. Like, I'm sorry, when are you going to start blaming men for them, like, sticking their wicks God knows where else? When is it going to be there? responsibility when is it going to be accountable for them y'all know see (sighs) i'm sorry what are your thoughts because mine are all over the place i feel like when you're talking i'm like okay on some level i i get what she's saying because like my self-esteem was like down to the ground when i was in like my most toxic relationships but Mm -hmm. i hear what you're saying because i can you can think of like the latest example of like nicole murphy and that married guy yeah um together cheating and everybody was like well she didn't look like that when they were married and this that and the third and it's like well that that's not an excuse but um okay and i do think there's a certain (laughs) level of (laughs) like men not taking accountability for their actions and putting stuff all on women like well you do that and it's like well no you you're grown and you know you did what you did out of uh, whatever you were feeling, that has nothing to do with me. Because, you know, I could I controlled myself. I, I'm not out here handing the kitty cat to whoever. So right. to put that on me is, like, not fair, and it's just, like, not accurate. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not. I mean, because the thing about it is, I also get what she's saying. Because I think when your self-esteem is super low, or just not at the right level that it needs to be, you accept a lot of shit that you really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like you like you really shouldn't be accepting a dude that doesn't treat you right, but your part that part of your self-esteem is like, well, I'd rather deal with an ain't shit dude than be alone. It's like, baby, no, please choose alone before dealing with some dude that ain't shit and doesn't treat you right. But your your low self-esteem is not gonna allow you to. So I get what she's saying. Yeah, it's like a like a spectrum. There's like, eh, you're right on one hand, but on another hand, like, stop cheating. 
and stop being right. Like, I was like, uh, <laughs> was like, especially with that when it comes to that whole Lila Rashawn thing, he was cheating on her when she did look like that. So yeah. now what is it? Speak on it. It's like, uh, she did look like that, and he's still cheating on her. He just is a cheating ass dude. What we doing? And the only person that really has to deal with that is Leela. That's it. It's like, you, we can have all these opinions and say what we wouldn't do. I'm like, we're not in her situation. We are not a wife with children. And then also married to a man who has outside children mm. more than one. So mm. I'm like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what I would tell her to do. If she's my friend, this would be a whole different conversation. Because I'd be like, if you don't leave that, ain't shit. Dude, you are Leela fucking Sean. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm that friend. Mm. We all need that friend. <laughs> I was like, girl, like, you, no. You're too pretty for this. <laughs> it's like boggles my mind the amount of things that women are blamed for that it's like, well, n- no, that's that's not a thing. You take responsibility as an adult for your actions and that's mm-hmm. where it begins and ends. But we don't. We don't ask men to grow up. Mm. They don't have to grow up until they're like in their 40s and making a 444 album and about to sell sell us woke aware. So, you know, you know, we, we, we they ain't got to grow up. Right. It's like until we as a whole make that a requirement, men are just gonna, you know, be fumbling around doing whatever the hell they want. Which, mm-hmm. I can't be bothered. Honestly. I can't either. Hence why I'm still single because I'm like, nope, I'm too old to deal with men who can't grow up. I'm just, I'm just too old. I'm like, I'm too old for this. I'm glad I've gotten to that. Like, I'm too old. Like, I don't need your shit. And I'm gonna, you know, do my own thing and leave me alone. Like, if you're not ready to bring some shit to the table, like legitimately, then I I want no parts. I promise. Right. I don't know if you um indulge in the ratchetry. I definitely do. <laughs> I definitely do. Oh my goodness. So this reminds me of um the Love and Hip Hop episode that just came on um this past Monday where A1's mom, Lyrica, and A1 are talking about him cheating. And the mom goes, Well, men cheat because of women. And I I keep trying to tell people that all misogynists are not male. Ooh. Mm. They not. The patriarchy doesn't get perpetuated just by men. Ooh. We're so ingrained in it. Like people are we really help, like we help them. We help. And it's like, uh, and that's the thing. It takes so long for you to unlearn it till you realize like I have really been doing this whole thing, treating other women like they're competition because already a competition for another man and i'm like i'm sitting here like how long did we take to unlearn that because this was like taught us when we were like little girls mm-hmm. you're like uh-uh if you marry don't have no single girlfriends because they'll try to take your man don't let your don't let your girlfriends while your man because she'll try to take him and i'm sitting here like first of all why should i have to worry about another woman when he should be faithful to me and if that's the case why could i be around his friends and he ain't got nothing to worry about uh, unless her, unless his friend is Louis Tan, and then he'll definitely have something to worry about. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> you will have a, Then Louis Tan be your friend, you will have a very big problem. I'm just saying. <laughs> or Miles Garrett, you definitely have a problem if Miles Garrett is your friend. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go to the Cleveland Browns game by myself. <laughs> you don't need to go. 
I know you're a Ravens fan, so it's good. I'm going to go see, see the Browns. Him and Odell on the same team. Puh. 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 Oh, Odell is, oh, okay. He is, he is a whole, he is a whole <laughs> snack. It's like, jeez, he is so fine. I'm like, what is this? I have a friend who doesn't think he's attractive. I'm like, that's fine. And everybody, I'm like, she don't yuck nobody's yum. She's just like, he just don't do it for me. I'm like, you right. He do it for me though. Oh my God, does he do it for me? Like, so attractive. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm like, he got that nice little draw. I love, I love a country accent. I don't know what it is, but mm. I just love a country accent. How did we get here? I don't right, know. right. <laughs> Man, ain't shit. But did you see Odoto? See? Okay, so let's move on. Let's let's do another viral topic. So this tweet comes from Layla Delia in which hmm. she says, forgive yourself for all the relationships and friendships you settled for when you weren't in your power. Mm. Girl, please tell it. <laughs> I don't know. For me, I look at that and I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, I can look back on those relationships that I was definitely settling on mm-hmm. and really just kind of be like, you know, you didn't know then what you know now, so don't be so hard on yourself. But in another yeah. respect, I'm like, damn, how I let that bitch play me? Or how I let him play me like that? You know? <laughs> Sometimes you just look at yourself like, what's wrong with you? And then you realize it was low self-esteem. I didn't. That's how it is. You're going to just and I know it sounds so simple to say, but you can chalk it up to, I did not love myself. Mm. Anytime you keep a good girlfriend around you who looks at you like you are charity, like it is charity for them to be your friend. I am somebody who's always been the fat friend. Mm. And then I would have thin friends. And when I would like try to be transparent, which at the time it was like, I wouldn't. Now it's like, I don't give a shit what y'all say. But I would be like, oh, like I would have those moments of being like feeling lonely because at the time I look, my self-esteem is low. I'm looking at my way like nobody wants me, which is a fucking lie. <laughs> but your self-esteem won't let you process that. Mm-hmm. And I had them friends like, oh, girl, it's hard for me to don't feel like that. And they think that's a compliment or that's helping you. It's like, OK, don't dismiss my feelings because you single too, bitch. Right. <laughs> it's like that that doesn't help. And if y'all have a falling out, they have no problem going back and throwing all of the transparency that you, you gave them and throw it back in your face. And you're like, How could I be friends with somebody like that? I'm like, I would never like if we have a falling out, I'm not gonna drudge up every secret that you told me to make myself feel better. I'm like, what kind of ignorant ass person is that? Right. But that's the kind of toxic stuff you let in. It's like, why would I let somebody in like that? Because you don't love yourself. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it, I, I know it sounds, it's oversimplifying things, but it's like, you just don't. If you don't value yourself, you don't love yourself, you will let people walk all over you. Right. And sometimes Pe- I feel period. like this, like, <laughs> period. And this time of like self-love and self-care and this and that, people are like, no, I love myself. No, I love myself. But it's like, do you really though? Like, are you sitting that with part. your thoughts? Are you sitting with, those those toxic thoughts that negative self-talk that these relationships like are you really thinking about that stuff or are you just like real surface level like yeah no I love myself you really have to do the work and I think that comes with a lot therapy whatever that means for you if that's sitting in 
front of a professional, if that's drawing, whatever your outlet is, are you doing mm-hmm. that, doing the things that make you feel good? I can even say in this moment, like, no, for me, it's a, it's a definite no, but like, that's where you put the work in. Look at yourself and your wants and your needs and where you see yourself going. And mm-hmm. you just, you have to put in the work because there's no, it's not linear and there's no easy way out of this stuff. Yeah, I could tell you that it took me until age 36 Mm. to love myself, to actually value myself and value me as a person. It's a, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of tears and it's a lot of honestly walking away from people that are toxic. It's getting yourself out of toxic situations and it's actually putting yourself first. And that doesn't mean not loving your family. That doesn't mean not like trying to look for love. That's not, that doesn't mean like not loving your friends. It means just realizing that you are important. and You are enough. And when you start to do that, you find that you love people better. Absolutely. Yeah. And you'll find that in different things. Like it's not always like this, extreme thing it's sometimes like you said yes to that thing you really didn't want to do mm-hmm. when you should have just been like no I'm, I'm okay and it's about creating those boundaries with the people that you love because if that love is mutual if they really care they're not going to put you in a position where you feel like you have to compromise yourself your boundaries your beliefs the things you need for yourself to satisfy them yeah. so I kind of wanted to talk a, a little bit about like when do you realize like when you're in a toxic relationship? Like sometimes like I can think of somewhere I was like, Oh, this is bad. I'm in it. Like, I don't know where this is going, how to get out. Or there's sometimes where I leave it. And then I'm like, Oh, that was super bad. You know, it'll be like a year later, six months later where I'm like, Oh, that was like, not okay. You know? Yeah. So like, have you had a toxic relationship and like, when did you realize it was toxic and how did you move forward from that? So, Oh gosh. And I, and I think about toxic, I can think of a toxic friendship that I didn't see it as toxic at the time. And I'm looking back on it going, well, this was toxic. And I didn't realize it was toxic until we had a falling out Mm. where I became not the yes person and not the, um, not the unhappy fat friend that they always had to prop up. Mm. And it was just like, you realize it when you can't be yourself or that they don't care about me. They like the idea of you, but but they don't actually care and love you. And that's a hard pill to swallow, especially if this is somebody you spend a lot of time with and you talk to a lot. And they're really ingrained in your life. And then you see that they're not really, they don't, this is not a good relationship. And friendships are relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I've had several toxic friends where I just had to walk away. I'm like, I I have to go. Okay, guys, I'm going. (laughs) Because it's like, they don't care about you. And it's it's not that you're not going to miss them as a friend because you spent so much time with them. So it's going to be that whole, especially when they move on with their life and you move on with yours and you just go, Oh man, we used to spend so much time together. We used to talk all the time on Facebook messenger. And now it's two separate lives, but you walked away for the right reason. 
because you value yourself. Because I literally looked at her and said, um, I don't need you to tell me shit. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh. I'm like, uh, I don't need you to do- I'm like, I don't- I'm like, who do you think you are? I'm like, I'm not your charity case. Don't think your friendship is like something you can put on your tax return as charity. Okay. It is not. It's like, no. It's like, I, I can't. I'm like, I can't be with someone who doesn't care about me. So it's like, if you are in with someone who does, it's like, if you make any sort of decision without them knowing and they just go, how could you not? And, and they get mad at you. It's like, Mm-mm. it's not that they care about you. They want to control you. And mm-hmm. that's not okay. That is very toxic for someone who thinks they can control you or manipulate you. It's like, no, that's not how this goes. That's not a relationship. That, that con- Manipulation is not love. Control is not love, especially when you're goddamn adults. Okay. I'm not, I'm not your kid. Like somebody said on a reality show, I'm not your bitch, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. How true is that? I need to write that on a post-it note somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how did you deal with those feelings? Because I can think of so much, I could think of a few relationships where I like either like was just crying so much because I'm like damn this was really a thing and now it's like poof they're gone out of my life um or like you know you ever have those Facebook memories pop up like yes I do not mess with that person no more but thanks for the reminder thanks for reminding me about the friendship (laughs) we used to have the love you girl do you know with my ex every time that memories would pop up with him I just delete that shit like delete (laughs) delete delete it stopped because I think I've finally like delete because you know it's done the year cycle. So it's like, oh, it's, it's finally out. But I'm like, I shouldn't be getting any more memories. But then you see memories with friends that you used to be so tight with. And I'm like, yeah, delete. <laughs> it's like, delete, delete. It's like, I don't need that kind of trigger. And you know that you've grown as a person and you actually value yourself more when you're not like, I wonder how they're doing. No, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm good. Literally, I think um, this was yesterday. I bumped into my ex. Oh, boy. So toxic, so abusive, and he was, like, so insane. And, like, literally, like, smiling from ear to ear to see me while I was just, like, stale-faced and was like, okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) like okay whatever (laughs) keep it moving act like you didn't see me and I was like so mad because I'm I'm so good at seeing someone I recognize and just being like okay I'm gonna gonna Mm. head in this corner right here so you don't see me but like I was right out in the middle of the street bumped into him and like literally just like just as crazy as the day I met him and was like oh um like, I miss you so much. I will always love you. Just like, and I'm like, okay, dude, I don't care. Like, I, I don't miss you. I don't love you. Like none of that. I don't wish you well because I don't think about you. There's nothing to wish because that's like non-existent. And I could really remember, like, I think for about six months crying every single night about this dude. I mean, like, I really did not want to like break it off. But, like, I had to for my sanity. I was like, this is crazy. And even though I don't want to, you are going to deplete me and not even give a shit. 
and I can't, like, I can't come from, uh, like, just be empty because I'm giving everything to you. So I have to kind of shift and move on. And he was kind of like, okay, like, you'll be back. And he, and still to this day, like, the energy was like, can I have your number? Nope. Email? Nope. Where do you work? Nope. Can I call you? No. Can I want to invite you to the wedding? I will block you. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh my god! How I wish you could block people in real life, like girl, and like, like block, block, delete, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty feet back. Thanks. Please, um. please. <laughs> oh my god! But um, have you noticed uh any? toxic ways that you kind of dealt with breakups in the past and has that like kind of changed over time I love looking at like my own toxic behavior and being like oh I would have snapped on you a year ago but we not there boo we here yeah. <laughs> we not there boo <laughs> we not there boo gross okay <laughs> right that is gross <laughs> uh, I think when I was younger, I used to use my self-esteem as a weapon for other people to feel sorry for me. Mm. And that is so, that's so toxic. And that's so just, that's a horrible thing to do to people to be like, oh, feel sorry for me. I'm the fat one. No one loves me. Feel sorry for me. They ain't got to feel sorry for you. And what is wrong with you being fat? There's, there's nothing wrong with you. Why are you using, it's like, to watch me do, I'm like, why did I do that to people? It's like, that's, that's horrible. Love yourself more. Don't, don't do that to people. It really is. I find myself doing that sometimes. And it's like, (laughs) it's like an out of body experience almost where like the self-awareness is there. And I'm like, I can see myself doing that, but I can't stop it. Like, why can't I stop it? Yeah. Yeah. I could go on for days about being the fat friend. I cannot even, that's not even something I'm even ready to unpack. Oh, Lord. You invite me back. We can unpack it with you. <laughs> Definitely, absolutely have to do an episode on being the fat friend because that is. Uh... It's a lot. It's like, oh, man. But get you a friend who's like, um, girl, please. F these dudes, you are sexy. Because and the thing about it is, you can find those friends, but please don't find the friends. And the bad part about it is, these kind of people will find you. Mm-hmm. Because, and to my league's credit, they will smell the blood in the water. <laughs> like, oh, let me, you know, she don't have no self esteem. Let me treat her like a project and not a person. And as if you don't have your own insecurities, but you want to be like, I'm so great. You should be like me. I'm like, girl, shut up. You have a 20 credit score. Get out of my face. <laughs> Not 20. Oh my God. Girl, you live at home with your mama. Not that anything wrong with it. Cause sometimes I'm like, I want to go back to my parents' house. I'm tired of this adulting thing. I feel that. Oh my God. I'm like, what? Mortgage rent? No. Mm. Where's my mom? <laughs> Take care of it. Book my doctor's Please. appointment. Thank you. Please. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I need a whole assistant. I need um I need a driver. I need a makeup artist. No, please don't touch my face. I'll do my own makeup. Leave me alone. Um I need a maid. All of it. I Just need a butler. Mm-hmm. I need all of it. All of it. Oh my God. So speaking of, I wanted 
have you seen this thing on um like I think they posted it on the shade room like two days ago about like toxic partners um and it'll be like the insecure <laughs> man <laughs> oh the shade room every time I tell you what the shade room. you know I I stay in the shade room and I and I wish I didn't but like I'm in there all day girl same i'll be like crap how did i yeah did you see what's on shade room hold up let me go look <laughs> like let me go look i probably did see it girl and there's mm. some things i'll like save and be like um i need to read the comments later because people are wild like they'll just say anything on beyonce's internet and i'm like i need you to stop i need you i need blue to- ivy to just shut down the internet sometimes like girl go on Blue, I know you got the switch. Just flip the switch and turn <laughs> off the internet because obviously y'all need a time out. Right, right. Put your phone down, please. Every everyone just needs a because break. if Blue got to get up off Mount Olympus and deal with y'all hoes. Mm. Blue's too busy Ooh. laying down vocals. Like we we need you to stop disturbing her. She is. I wish she would go over there and shut down Wokeware. I wish she would, but you know. <laughs> She, her mama is a lot to deal with so right. I get it she's like I only manage Beyonce I don't manage Sean okay because <laughs> look it's me and mama and sir and Rumi and that's enough and he lucky he get the scraps he lucky we let him in the house right period like you lucky we don't let you sleep in the guest house that's probably as big as my apartment right now but you know it's like you lucky you don't live there because i had to convince her to let you back right you lucky you my daddy Hmm. (laughs) you Hmm. lucky you my daddy because if you was just some nigga off the street mm -mm, nope kick him out I will go find another. I will find a stepdaddy in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Out of you. Oh Keep my God. playing. Like um, Louis Tan is single. Michael B. Jordan is single. Don't think I won't call them. Okay. okay. Odell Beckham is single. Ooh. Allegedly. Allegedly, oh. I think he got a girl that he, you know, he hiding a whole relationship. <laughs> so I mean, Drake is his. He loves Drake, so you know, Drake like to hide a whole baby. So. Don't be surprised if, you know, Odell's alleged girlfriend pops up pregnant and nobody don't hear nothing until the baby, like, six years old. So, you know, don't, don't, don't be surprised if he going to hide a whole baby. So, Listen, I don't even know what you would call Drake's hive, but, like, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it. I, I am the leader. I am in charge. Yeah, I'm the leader. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. The Navy, the Hive, Conjunction. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I'm just in it. I just know I'm leading the pack, okay? Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that is so funny. I don't know what it's called. I just know I'm in it. That's all I know. <laughs> I just know I'm here. Um, in like um present and accounted for that is me <laughs> i am here i am that we call i'm a, i'm a stan like mm. what whatever drake like i'm here for i think my graduation party from college was drake themed i'm like insane i'm oh really 
insane. I'm there. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, we keep getting off topic, but like <laughs> it's so but it's so it's fine. They know what they signed up for. So it's fine. Oh my god. Yeah, and now I know what you're talking about. I was just like, oh, these guys. And like, which toxic person are you? I'm like, mm-hmm. I okay. So <sighs> it's the no initiative guy. I feel like that one and huh, the good guy. Oh lord. I'm like, ugh, just trash. I think I I didn't read through all of them, but I think the good guy probably annoys me the most because it's like you can be a good guy, but most good guys don't call themselves good guys. Like, they really don't. And the like, insecure guy's the one that was like, uh uh-uh, uh, hell no. Anybody any dude that says female to me, I'm like, you canceled. Get out of my face. Just go on. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, it's like please stop calling women females. Why are you doing this? Especially when they'll be like, men do this and females do that. Like, well, why, why, why you just ain't say male and females? Like, okay, there's that. You say male and female, you could do that. It's like I feel right. like if you do it, keep keep the same energy. And right. it's like, uh, like and what, man, man, my dudes and these females, mm-hmm. female what? Female is an adjective. Let's okay. try this again. Like, I don't understand why. Why is like what's what, why can't I just call you female? Because female and woman are not synonymous. Okay. Speak on it. It's never been. I actually had a woman say, well, I call women by how they act, not their age. So any per any female human over 18 is considered a woman. Well, what do you call a girl under um 18? A girl. <laughs> you get to determine like if they're uh mature enough to be called a woman. I'm like, you don't make that determination. Again, I say, hello, friends. This is Stephanie saying this. All misogynists are not male. Okay. And Please, it's like the something. internet is a breeding ground for being obtuse. Like, people like to ask, so, I, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you so offended? Like, you know. I mean, I'm just asking a question. No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> your question and answer period is over. <laughs> that you don't need to ask the question. Is done, sorry, okay? we're done. We're, we're closed for questions. No more questions. Sorry. <laughs> if you if you have to add a ism or a, or obs to your kind of questioning, you don't need to ask no questions. We already know the answer. Okay. We don't we, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Lord. Just ick. But oh, these guys. It was just like I love how ooh, toxic partners. I swear, the player. Every woman has dealt with or screwed a player. Mm. Yeah, but then dudes calls you love all the time. It's like, hey, love. Um, you just met me yesterday. Hey, babe. Uh, you just met me yesterday. Do you know my name? Oh my god. Do, do you know my name? You don't, do you? I kind of figured because you called me babe all the time. You couldn't wait to be too familiar. That way you don't have to learn my name. Baby, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Okay. That's why your number's not saved on my phone, boo. (laughs) It says, maybe Anton. Maybe. Maybe. Right. You'd be like, maybe. You'd be like, what the hell? (laughs) I'm like, what kind of... 
kind of stuff is this? I'm like, whoo, what kind of Cybertron mess is this? It's like, how do you know this is maybe Antoine? I'm like, right. <laughs> maybe a scam is what it should have said. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no one a scammer. That's what this is. I'm like, maybe. Like, de- but yet, definitely a scam. That's how okay. it should come up. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in the ghetto of online dating? Because that is like, yes, girl. Hey, baby girl, love. Like, all this bravado that they would never have in person. Don't call me that. Call me my name. Thanks. It's creepy. It's, it's gross. Super creepy. Oh lord. It's like please or what? Or we'll be like, hey, now mind you, on a dating site, you're doing messaging, right? Then I'm like, hey, so can I have your number so I can text you? And I'm sitting here like I'm on an app on a phone. Okay. What's the difference between me messaging you here? And texting. Oh, it's different. No, it's not. It's still an electronic message. Please explain to me how it's any different. Oh, I'm not on here that often. Well, if you're not on here that often, maybe you should just delete that. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, obviously, this is not serve. This is not bringing you joy. So maybe you should stop. <laughs> what is it, Maria Kondo? Yes. Just- no, it's not bringing you joy. So maybe you should just stop <laughs> and leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone in the process okay <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> like you should stop and leave me alone okay stop while you're behind you know and you're <laughs> definitely behind <laughs> oh my god um so like this this um these uh toxic partners that they're talking about i think it's all about like the red flag and like i feel like i'm in like I'm a professional at this point at mm. flags and being like, mm, that was more yellow, so I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so what like what are some red flags that you see or like some deal breakers and you're just like, mm, I'm not for it. I'm not going for that. Um whew. any dude who <sighs> red flags for me are dudes who are like, can I get full, can I get full body photos? I need it for my phone. I'm like, what? Because they're, they literally, because catfish is, I, I guess everybody, these dudes think that what happens to on catfish can happen to them. And I'm like, have y'all, y'all really don't watch this show. Y'all really don't, because the people who are doing the catfishing, they give them full body pics. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> or better yet, like, I just, I just want to make sure that you're not fooling me, which is a low-key way of saying, I just want to make sure you're not fat. Right. And it's like, but I am fat. And I think I've said that. Right. And that's super weird. And that that's happened? the worst thing that you can think of. I don't want nobody fooling me. Ain't nobody gonna come to get you for your $16 an hour. <laughs> Dude, you invited me for coffee at Starbucks. Like, calm down. Ain't nobody can I just t- Girl, can I just tell you, there was an argument on the timeline about coffee dates or are they real dates? <laughs> and dudes were like, those are real dates? That's right. She's trying to scam you out of a free meal. Sir, nobody wants a date. Drink fucking coffee at 7 p.m. 
a.m. What are we doing here? Right. Are we going to get coffee at 8 a.m.? Because if not, I don't want to go. I'm like, let's go grab some coffee. After work? Nigga, no. <laughs> we like, could go to fucking happy hour. Okay. Like, there are so many free things. That's, you know what kills me? There's so many happy hours. There's so many free things to do. And mm. y'all go, oh, no, I don't want to spend $200 on a date. Right. You ain't $200 on a date, nigga. Like, Don't blame me for your lack of imagination. Goodbye. It's like, um, I have better get, I'm like, I will pay for my own goddamn meal. Like, what are we doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what are we getting for $200? Here's the thing. If y'all were more interesting to talk to, this would not be an issue. They couldn't fathom someone like talking to them and being like, mm, I'm actually really just not interested. It has to be a free meal. That's what we have to want. That's the end goal. And it's like, no, right. I just didn't like you. You're just not all that interested. You're just dry as hell on the date. Like, what are we doing? I could be going to the rotating sushi bar, <laughs> which is like $3 a roll, three or four. Like, they have different pay things. Ask me how I know because I've been. I'm like, uh, you go to sushi happy hour. And you'd be dry as hell. And my meal could be like $20. Oh You're still dry as hell. I could have went here by myself. Leave me alone. I know I like made myself laugh. I could have been entertaining myself this whole time. Right? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just go sit at this. You stay here and be dry because you, you can't hold a conversation. And as in like, oh my God, why are you single? <laughs> Baby, why are you single? What well, because these females out here. Nope. Goodbye. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know. Oh my god, you're so beautiful. I can't believe that you are single. I know you. Hello. This is another PSA. That is not a compliment to us. Speak on it. That is not a compliment. Like, oh my god, you're too pretty to be single. I- I'm sorry. I don't know how you want me to respond because I'm not going to say that back to you. So I I don't know how, I don't know how this is supposed to go. I am lost. Why you think? (laughs) Guide me. Please. I'm like, how, how do you think that's a compliment? I'm waiting. I, I, that's not a like, oh my God, you know what? You're right. Only ugly people are single. Is that what you're saying? Lord. Just it's exhausting, right? It's like, oh god, just just leave me alone. It's like y'all can't have a, y- y'all can't have. Just leave me alone. You two into social media that even hold a regular everyday conversation, and you know what? I saw that coffee thing on my timeline, and listen, coffee is not first date material. I'm sorry, I don't care what way you try to spin it. It's just not. Thank it's you. I'm like. Not. <laughs> I bet, yeah, um, all right, ladies. If you feel like it's a coffee date, order the uh, most expensive thing on the goddamn menu. Put every put twelve shots of espresso. Get all the extra cream. Put make that coffee end up being fifteen dollars. They be like, well, damn. I'm like, exactly. Oh. Get get you like a nice little piece of the lemon loaf. Since y'all going to Starbucks. <laughs> No, get something expensive. I bet he'd be like, oh, she just wanted free coffee. You're damn right. I want my, it's PSL season. I want my PSL. <laughs> that is not a real date. Get out of here. Do some, go to the, 
do some Googles. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Think of something else. I'm like, if it's coffee or dinner, that's all y'all want. Or think of something else. Right. But they don't want to put in any effort. And that's what they don't want to say. Just admit you don't that's want to. That's the part. Just admit it. And then we can all move on. We can move forward with the honesty. What we can't do is be sitting here talking around in circles about <laughs> how you really genuinely want to take me out for coffee. Look, we're not, okay. we're not doing that. We're not having that conversation. I went out on a date with a guy and, and, you know, he was talking about how his, his last relationship, he was like, yeah, I mean, and she didn't even, I never had a home cooked meal. I never, she never made me dinner. Well, and I'm sitting here like, were your hands broken? I mean, <laughs> what if she doesn't like to cook? Why are you acting like she, yeah, it was a lot. I was like sitting there like, (laughs) what if she don't, what, I'm sorry. I was like, he was like, let me, let me stop. So he said, yeah, she don't cook for me. I'm like, so do you guys have the same work schedule? He's like, well, she works overnight. Let me, and I work during the day. Let me make sure I get this right. You want her who works overnight to cook dinner for you and your hands not broken and you're not an invalid you could, if you don't get that, I was like, oh no, I gotta go. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with this. I'm like, what? Cause like all women don't like to cook. And I think that's actually pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Or better if you do like, so they're like, oh, when are you going to cook for me? Sir, I just met you yesterday. I'm not, you're not coming to my home. Like, what okay. and I'm not going to yours for no date. Please stop. Girl, Netflix and chilling. Please stop. Please, unless I just want dick, and then it's like, we can do that. I'm like, please okay. be made very clear. But if you're like, oh, I want somebody, I want to spend time. With so a guy who, like, did the whole back and forth, never, like, initiated anything. Then he's like, I really want to go out with you, but things are tight. And I'm like, that's fine. It's like, it's not, I'm like, I'm not rushing you. Then he said, well, I have, like, alternatives to us going out on a date. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm all ears other than dinner and a movie, because it seems like that's a staple. He was like, how about I invite you over to my house and I cook dinner for you? Um, I'm not coming over to your home on a first date. Well, I mean, I was going to buy all the groceries and I'm sitting here like, I'm sorry, were the fairies going to come and bring you food? <laughs> That's a given, but like, still no. Still no. And then he was like, yeah, it's like, if I get the food, I'm like, you do realize you could just take me out for food. Sir, there are so many reasonably priced restaurants Mm -hmm. because one i think this is the cheat code for women we we know a lot of cheap places to eat that we like to eat at it's just that y'all are dry as fuck in conversation right did you think you have to take i will go to the nice steakhouse with you because you think that impresses me oh no baby we we can buy our own dang old steak we don't need you to do that I can buy my own Wagyu beef, boo. I can buy my own filet mignon. It's like, that's not what this is about. But if you want to just go have wings, not a Buffalo Wild Wings. Love yourself more, beloved. But don't, <laughs> don't think that I can't go to TGI Fridays and go get my own endless apps, baby. Okay. That is $12. I'm like, y'all don't, y'all are so unimaginative. I can go to PFJ. There are so many places that you can actually go. That is not going to quote unquote break your bank. Stop being cheap and stop thinking that if you buy me dinner, that automatically gets you pussy. It don't. Right. You are not entitled to anything over here. Right. 
When it comes to dating, we've already made that determination in our head if we're going to fuck you or not. Right. See, you, men talk themselves out of pussy every All goddamn the time. day. All the time. It's sickening. It's like you start at 100 and then you start talking. If you make it to 65, you ain't getting no pussy. <laughs> Period. All, all that's required is at least 66% and you can't even... <laughs> Not even half. We do it. It's like, you don't even... Man, listen. And you be so bad, like, damn, I just wanted to have a good night. I was so determined. I got I got matching panties and bra, and here you come. Right. You're like, huh. It's like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Lord. Oh my God. Fucking men. And then to go back to your earlier point, like men want to ask if you could cook, if you could clean, what you could do for them. What can you do for me? Let's let's start there. How about that? Okay. Because like, oh my God. All these women don't cook and clean and take care of the house. You know what you're right. Go change my oil. Okay. Provide. Be a provider. Be okay. a provider. Go go cut the grass. Oh my God. It's like go 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 look at my oil. Go change a tire. They want to box women into like these stereotypical roles, but when it comes to providing and doing all this other stuff that, you know, when women take care of the home, you expect men to go out and take care of everything. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because sitting on that couch eating Cheetos and Doritos does not count. Mm-hmm. Playing it 2K don't. don't count. It just don't. It's talking about, oh, I'm like, I want the gr- the relationship my granddaddy had. Your granddaddy went out and worked. Your grandmother did not have to. Okay. That's why the house was spotless. That's why there mm-hmm. was a meal ready, okay? Because it's called reciprocity, okay? Much. That's what you don't Much. understand. Oh, my God. Oh, it's like who y'all y'all don't want to do what your grandfather's had to do. Okay, you just you want the reward, but mm. you don't want the work. Mm. And that was work. Mm. Even if your grandmother had to work, he still took care of everything because he understood his role. You want gender roles as long as it benefits you, but you don't. But if a woman said, hey, I can struggle on my own. I don't want to struggle with another person. They'll be like, you're just a gold digger. How? I make more than you. Where am I digging for? Oh, my God. You're here for the money. Like mm. It's like, what money, sir? I make more than you. I was just about to say, but high key, who's bringing in the bank? Goodbye. I'm like, are you kidding me? I would love a house husband. And my dinner better not be late. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, I get home at 6 p.m., 6.15, I better be eating. Oh, Lord. That is such a red flag. Like, can you cook for me? Nah, nigga, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, like, oh, I love to cook. He's like, oh, oh, then I can come to your house for dinner. Why? Your hand's broken? Like, I, I'm sorry, did I miss this? I'm like, yeah, I can cook for me. You want to? I'm like, baby, I work too. I have two jobs. I work, mm. and mm. I still take care of myself. Mm. It's like, girl, get on out of here. Or better yet, if a dude don't have a car, I really want to take you out, but I don't have a car. Oh, so there's these things called Ubers, and you can meet me there. Oh, you can't come get me? No. Are you my kid? 
Do I know you? I'm like, I'm sorry, do you tell your job to come and get you? I'm sorry, I really want to be employed there, but you're going to have to come and get me. No, <laughs> you get your ass up and get on a fucking bus. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, I'm not, baby, no, I'm not coming to get you. I'm not coming to get you so you can, quote, unquote, take me out. Uh-uh. Right, there it is. Quote, unquote, take me out, right. Meet me there, baby. That's fine. And no, you, I'm like, well, if I had a car, I'd come get you. Here's the thing. I wouldn't ask you to. Okay. One, that's not how that works, because I don't know if you know where I live. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know you. So there is that. I meant like, don't, like, that's, cr- like, no, you can't know where I live. No. Right. Not at all. It's like, you, it's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, um, excuse me, women, we as women, we're always thinking about our safety because we always have to because a lot of men don't want to realize that the most dangerous thing to women are men. Mm. It's like, you, and the bad part about it is, is that to a certain extent, men know that. Men know, men know that men are trash. They just don't want you to say it to them. How do we know? Who do you think was the first person to tell us? It'll be like, mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm. Like, I, I would, you wouldn't let your friend date your sister. Why? Because you know men are trash. Oh, my I God. Saw, I saw something where this guy was talking about, like, his daughter was walking down the street in New York, mm-hmm. and some guy was catcalling her. She has to be like a teenager. He's like, now me and my wife have to talk about how the way she dresses. I'm like, okay, so... Here's the thing. Your daughter can be wearing a, a brown paper bag and some trash-ass dude would, like, say something inappropriate to her. Mm. We're always teaching girls at young ages that if some man, if some grown man can't call you at 12, I think I was 10, 11, 12, it is somehow what you were wearing that enticed him, as opposed to him being a grown-ass man and being a creep. Mm. It's like you're teaching your daughter the wrong thing already. That somehow, if some guy catcalls her, touches her inappropriately, sexually assaults her, it's somehow her fault because of the way she is built in her body, that's genetics, and or what she's wearing. Right. And to that, I have two points. Um, One is, I was listening, I cannot for the life of me remember which episode it was of your podcast, but you were saying something about Black men wanting the privilege of like that like white men have like we don't hold um our own community um accountable because it's like well if a white man did that it'd be this that and the third and it's like well no you you want the same privileges as them to go around um hurting others but it's like it doesn't work like that because we need to definitely be holding each other accountable and also um like i i i can just think of just the other day just the other day, I was um, I was playing Pokemon Go because I'm a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I was like, let me go. I get used to play. I couldn't. Gun. I couldn't keep up with it anymore. I took it off. I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm one of those annoying people. I was like, the hype has died down. Let me go download. So I downloaded it <laughs> a month ago, <laughs> three years late to the party. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. So I go and I'm walking around catching Pokemon. And mm-hmm. some dude has the nerve to roll up on me like, hey, hey. And he goes off, right? 
so I'm catching Pokemon. I'm doing my thing. And I noticed he's just like sitting there in his car. Like he mm-hmm. pulled up a little further, just sitting there in his car. I'm like, oh, I know he is not waiting for me. Mm-mm. I know. I, I know he's not waiting for me. So he pulls into like a driveway to like turn around and come on my side because he's on the other oh, side. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. And so I cross the street. I'm like, okay, yeah, no. I cross the street and he sees me do, do this and he proceeds to turn around again to come to my side of the street and I proceed to cross the street to get away from him. Then, my bad, I turn down an out, like, it's like a side street um, and it's, it's, it's dark. Like, it's, it's maybe like seven, eight o'clock, but it's dark outside. And he proceeds to follow me down the side street. I'm like, you are in your car. You are a man in your car, tinted windows. God knows who in there. And I'm just, I'm just out here trying to catch Pokemon. I'm minding my damn business. And you feel the need to follow me. And like, how do you not know that makes someone uncomfortable? Like, it just really kills me how like men just aren't held accountable and it's like, you, you cannot tell me, I could be naked. You do not have any entitlement to my body whatsoever. This is not for you to claim. And I don't know why you feel like that. Like, you need to back up. It's just, it's really disgusting how even when someone comes forward and is like, this has happened to me, and people mm-hmm. automatically, like, are just like, no, nope, it didn't. Uh, you're lying. It's like, well, why is that your go-to? Why, why isn't your go-to to believe? Why isn't your go-to to um, cover this person in love and be like, hey? Because more often, everyone, oh, she's lying. You know, girls lie about that shit all the time. No, but they don't. Like, those are, are things the media likes to blow out there and, like, put a spotlight on. But nobody's walking around trying to be like, yeah, I was raped, I was this, I was that for fun. That isn't fun. Like, nobody's trying to put themselves out there to um, be under that kind of scrutiny by the public because, you know, the public uh, court of opinion is the only one that matters these days. Nobody's trying to put themselves really out there to be scrutinized by everybody. And I don't understand why it's a thing, but, you know, patriarchy, on yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a mess but guys really don't realize how much men put women through the ringer mm-hmm. they, they, like they really don't or better yet they think like you're supposed to instantly get over it however they will tell you about the girl that like curved them when they were 12 and they are 40 <laughs> like oh so you can't get over something from middle school but I should get over something that happened 6 months ago child you don't get i ain't him i'm like i know that but see because i don't know you i don't know if you're just like him right and i feel like the space to getting to know people is getting like smaller and smaller where it's like let's be intimate let's have sex let's do this and it's like but no let's have a connection let's talk let's get to know Mm -hmm. each other let's see if this is something where we're compatible Um, you don't know me enough to take me out, uh, to dinner, but you know me enough to want my pussy. Cause that makes sense. 
we can have sex, but you you don't want to spend two hundred dollars or more on a date because that makes sense. It's like uh, it's a lot, way too much. It's like you don't. Whew. It's like child, mm. but then if the woman just right, and then it's like if you are a woman who doesn't mind having sex on the first date, you're a hoe if you do it. It's like uh. Wait, isn't this what y'all wanted? Right. I'm unwifeable. Mm-hmm. Like, I could never be your wife because I had sex with you on the first date. But right. that's that was your intention going into it. But I actually Correct. so now now it's a thing. Now oh Lord. It's like you didn't but you <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like sheesh. Just 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 leave me alone. <laughs> just And that's oof. the thing. Nobody's like it's about like communication and like comprehension of that communication. But then there's also this layer of like, you need to know you and what you want. And if you are not ready, then you shouldn't be dating. You know what I'm saying? Or presenting yourself as someone who wants to date to then be like, so are we going back to my house at the end of the night? And that's like, where I, I feel like all the confusion comes from and, you know, the situationships and all this other stuff. It's like, we need to get clear to ourselves, like what we're looking for, what we want and present ourselves to the world in that way and not get in the way of people who do not want that. Like, maybe I do want sex on the first date and like, cool, let's do that. Or maybe I do want a relationship, but like, be clear about that. Communicate that to the other person. I feel like sometimes we do this thing where like, I, I'm psychic. Like, I know what you want and I'm just going to tell you what you want to hear. And it's like, but no, you don't know me. So like, let's not do that. Like, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. 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 It's like, (laughs) Just just gross. (laughs) Not gross. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just like, dudes can be so gross with that. It's like, just leave me alone. (laughs) Like, ugh. And then it's like, it, it's weird to say, but I think there are guys who want you to stay in that level of low self-esteem mm-hmm. because it's easier for them. Mm. Because trying to date a woman that loves themselves is hard for them because they want you to ignore so much fuck shit. Mm-hmm. That they'll be like, oh man, you're so difficult. I've been called difficult. And I'm like, how am I being difficult? I'm like, oh, I, you got all these rules. I'm like, oh, to treat me like a person? <laughs> no, that, be their peace, Stephanie. You have like, to be their peace. Be their peace. I will break my foot off in your peace. <laughs> it's like, um, be my goddamn peace. I'm like, oh, baby, I'm, I think that's a, when, and I can't remember who said it because they ran her off social media, but she said straight black men are the white people of black people. <laughs> hold on and it was like I the first time I read it I was like wait and I was like wait oh god because it, it, it's so fucking true that it's actually scary and there are dudes who get really triggered and it's like hit dogs or holler okay <laughs> it's like why do you think we say that because if we say anything about a straight black man, it's like, we are the most demonized. Like, what about us? You mean kind of like how white people do everybody else when you point out something about racism? Whew. 
Y'all think that when it comes to misogyny, y'all should be exempt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who do you think we see that misogyny first from? We don't see it from white people. We see it from y'all. So when we say men are trash, they're like, don't be talking about us. I'm like, are you a man or no? Because most black women date black men. So where do you think they're getting this trash from? From the guys they dated and did it because what's well, the guys you choose? That's not necessarily true. Oh my God. You know what this reminds me of? What? Um guys were like who hide under the guise of like preferences and this is my type and it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? are you choosing women because of their proximity to whiteness because that's not like a thing that's not oh this is my yeah type. of course that's not a thing oh lord mm-hmm. no because that's you couldn't possibly just be picking a woman or better yet talking about other non-black women and talking about things that you like in them that are in black women but Mm. because they're black women you don't want it the sassiness you like when it's in a latinx woman or a white woman but a black woman is like oh you just angry Mm. really or the curves that's on a black woman you don't like because it's attached to a black woman but let you see a curvy latina y'all need to catch up with these latinas you mean the latinas that have been trying to catch up with us those Latinas (laughs) or those white women get the fuck out of my face or better yet you have no problem when you see like rich black men with white women like that's right you got to get a trophy let a let a white man be with a black woman uh you bad wench Mm. wait what and don't let that white man worship the ground that she walks on like Alexis O'Hanian y'all hate his ass okay Y'all hate him. The queen that is Serena Williams. Serena Williams. The same queen that y'all were calling a man not too long ago. Y'all really act like y'all didn't do that. I'm like, oh, I remember when y'all used to make those jokes about her eyebrows and say she looked like a man. Are you sure Serena Williams is not a man? I remember that. And now all of a sudden it's like, how'd she just betray us? She was with fucking Common. What are you doing? Why y'all acting like she old? It's like, and then she only did white men. So what? But she definitely did fuck Drake and she certainly did fuck Common. So why are y'all acting like she, like this came out of nowhere? You want to know why? Because she loves herself. Okay. So you're going to be with the person who values you. Mm. Mm. It's like, be with someone who values you. I don't care what color he is at this point. I'm saying that for Stephanie. (laughs) But Louis Tan, please call me. Girl, I watched Wool Assassins. It's so bad. I was like, that's what he sounds like? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm cool. Girl, Wool Assassins was so good. Sidebar. I loved Wool Assassins. I was like, this show, I was like, I thought it was just going to be like a regular like gangster show. And I'm like, wait a minute, we got a turtle shell and mystic <laughs> powers. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, what is this? I'm like, ooh. I'm, I'm, Louis Tan, I'm in. I was like, Louis Tan in this? Got it. <laughs> Got it on it. Okay. Sure. Like that's all I need to see, boo. That's all I need. Okay. I cannot I literally cannot believe how long we've been talking. <laughs> 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 but I was gonna end the episode, but like now that you just mentioned Woo Assassins, I'm going to need like some Netflix recommendations to close this out. Ooh. Ooh, okay. 
<laughs> so I already said uh nailed it. Mm. That's for me that has been part of my self care. It's just sometimes you need stuff to laugh at. Is that the um, one with the full buyers? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's three seasons and it's a holiday one. They have a Spanish one, but because it's like dubbed, it's hard for me to follow. Yeah. It's the same premise, but it, it was just hard for me to follow because I'm like, it, it, it's a lot. I'm like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it For me, it was a lot. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, definitely styling Hollywood. It is new. I hope to get a second season for this. This show is so good. So, Styling Hollywood is a reality show that follows um, a stylist. His name is Jason Bolden and his husband, Adair, who does interior design. So, they have this this combination business called JSN Designs. So, Jason Bolden had, he's a stylist for um, Taraji P. Henson. Uh, Who else was on there? Uh, Ava Dave Renee was on there, Sabrina Carpenter. So it's following their life. They're married. They are now um, thinking about having a a child together. So they're going through that process. It's such a good show. Um, It's a very, it's watching an authentic queer relationship that we don't get to see, but between two black men, because, you know, we like to act like queer people aren't real people. And they're like, science experiments and they're not real people with real problems because they had real problems and I, and I love the show and it was a really good show um so I definitely would recommend that I haven't watched the dark crystal yet I heard good things it's supposed to be like a prequel to the movie so um I haven't watched that yet let's see what else have I Carol what I'm telling you I live on Netflix and I'm trying to think of stuff that I've watched I'm like, listen, I'm just going to let you keep on talking. This is purely for me. I'm like, I've run out of shows to watch. So uh. <laughs> I have, I'm also somebody who has watched 13 reasons why, and I, oh. it's very triggering. Mm-hmm. So guys, it, it, I'm sorry, fuck Bryce Walker and fuck y'all for trying to make me care about Bryce Walker. So there's that. Um, so. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I went on the actor's Instagram, and he like that's a fine white man. I'm just gonna like he, he does it for me. Like fuck Bryce Walker, but like whatever the actors. But name, the actors like. like mm. <laughs> but um, but hey, boo. Listening, <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck Bryce Walker, but hey, boo. Let me tell you, the guy who plays Tony. Mm, girl it's like let me tell you something if he and he's auditioning to be eric in a little mermaid live action movie i'm like let me tell you something i can see this y'all put tony on in a little mermaid i'm there i was gonna be there already because ariel's black but okay. that's fine i'm like please 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 put him on there because i would love it see we have to have you on again we have being the fat friend and uh, the white people matter ariel being black Ooh. Like, and they can, they can die mad. Die <laughs> fucking mad. Okay. okay. <laughs> Please. Please, Dan. Uh, oh, I'm my sorry. God. You can tell I'm like, I don't give a damn. Die mad. <laughs> die mad. Well, we've been mad for how many years? Deal with it. Yes. Oh, let's see. Oh, She-Ra is a good one. Dear white people, please. The, the last, the, the, the latest season was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I queer eye, I would say yes to with a 
with a disclaimer. I know Karamo's on it. What if Latan is Latan is on it? All episode long, I need to know what what's wrong with Karamo. Wait, Karamo, girl, no, no, you didn't say what's wrong with him. First of all, (laughs) I need you. Do you listen to the show? Keep it. Do you listen to the podcast? Keep it. No. So that is with Ira Madison. Mm-hmm. I suggest you listen to it. But there is an episode of Keep It from October where he had Karamo in there and Karamo showed his whole goddamn ass because Karamo is one of these people who is very... So he's with... Okay. <sighs> Karamo Brown is... And I say black people are not a monolith because we are not. He is on the new season of Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. So is Sean Spicer. The dude that got fired from the White House. And now all of a sudden people were acting like he wasn't fully participating in that shit show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. So Karamo, now mind you, here's the thing. Of course, Karamo Brown does not make the decision on who is asked to be on the show. The show makes that decision. They decided to ask Karamo about it. And it's like, oh, I don't make, you know, the choices about who gets on the show. But I mean, I'm all about having a conversation and we need to have this conversation. We need to have a conversation with people that we don't like. He's a good guy. Okay. Sir. Sir. (laughs) Sir. This man actively participated in an administration that wants to hurt people based on on what you look like mm. and also your sexual orientation. Mm. I'm sorry. Please stop thinking we need to give homophobes and racists and xenophobes mm. a, some sort of seat at any fucking table. Okay. We don't need to give them shit because here's the thing. They wouldn't give it to you. Throw them away. And it's like you could have literally said, oh, I don't make a decision about the cast. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just focused on doing well for the show. Period. That's all you had to say. And then when queer activists came after him, said, like, "Why would you do that?" He started blocking them. Oh. And then was like, "Guys, I look. I am just trying to have a conversation. Nothing gets better until we have a conversation." So, as much as he is the um, culture expert on the show, <laughs> or the heart expert, as he likes to say. As somebody who is an empath and being an empath or being empathetic is a muscle that you have to work, it bothers me when people use that as some sort of weapon or Mm -hmm. acting like if I do something, I'm above you because I don't use the N word. He actually said that. He didn't say he was above it, but he's like, I'm one of those black people. I don't use the N word and we shouldn't, that's a terrible word and we should never use it because I have older people in my family and they don't like it. And Ira was like, I'm from Milwaukee and I have older people in my family and they say nigga all the time. So I don't know where you're getting this wrong. (laughs) So it's very much like I am, it comes off very fake. And the thing about it is, he could be totally serious and he could be totally sincere, but that's not how it comes off. It comes off like I'm superior because I'm willing to have a sit down with Sean Spicer. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. No, because here's the thing. He ain't going to bat for you. The fucking host of the show didn't even do that. 
he was just like, I don't make these decisions. And believe me, and he's like, he, how is this whole ass white man doing something that you black man will not do? Mm. Get the fuck out of my face. It's like, no, Karamo. It's like, come on, baby, stop. It's like, uh, it's like, come on, baby. No, this is not it. Don't delete your Twitter because queer activists were like, (laughs) Karamo, what the fuck are you doing? And it's the thing. No, and and I think the other part that bothered me about it is that nobody didn't ask him to say that. Mm -hmm. He said it on his own. Nobody prompted you. You said it on your own thinking like, see, I'm the bigger person. Did somebody ask you to be the bigger person? They were asking what you think about him on the show. You were like, I don't think anything. That is also an answer. Where's You don't have to. It's like, baby, do I will be your PR person. This is what you (laughs) said because you know, because the bad part about it is you knew they were going to ask him because he's black. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's Sean Spicer, and he worked for the Trump administration. I could have mm-hmm. told you exactly what was going to happen. They're not asking any of the white participants in that show what they think. They didn't really ask Tom Bergeron. He put out his own statement. Nobody didn't ask him either. Y'all asked him because he's black. I'm like, you should really hate this. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're black and gay, Karamo. You should hate this. Okay. And it's like, uh, of course they're going to ask you. And then everybody's going to bring up that you have a white partner, which honestly shouldn't like lessen or increase your blackness. But okay, because you can have a white partner and still not walk in anti-blackness. You can have a black partner and walk in anti-blackness. I don't know why everybody thinks if you have a white partner, you're definitely tripping in those um, lanes. That's not entirely true. There's a whole bunch of people who got black partners who love tap dancing and anti-blackness. Mm. So mm. that means nothing. Right. So I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want to ruin your faves. I, I think his book was interesting. So, I mean, it's his life. But sometimes Karamo is really like, oh my God, I can't believe you used the N-word. Oh my God, how could you? It's a terrible word. I'm like, you can shut the hell up and right. leave niggas alone. Okay. Because that's the thing. When it comes to ours, like every every oppressed group has their own slur. Mm-hmm. I don't tell anybody in that oppressed group how to use it. Right. So if they're gay people who use the F word, I'm like, it's your slur to use. Do with it how you want. Mm-hmm. But you won't see me using it. Because one, right. it's not my word. It's not my word to use. So if you, it's like, I'm sorry. So when it comes to nigga, if black people want to use it, fine. If they don't want to use it, fine. But don't down other black people if they don't. I'm like, you ain't got to use it. Right. I don't I think, think if you don't so use kidding. it, you're above it. I'm like, right. uh, you better because you say nigga in front of other black people. He's like, well, don't well, do this, Karamo. I'm like, I want to root for you. Because <laughs> if Sean Spicer is not gone week one, then we have a big problem. Okay. And that's the thing, like, I, I, I love Karamo, I think, because I'm on, like, partially on, like, the Issa Rae train, like, I'm mm-hmm. for everybody Black, and, like, I love Queer Eye, and, like, I think he, his representation and who he is and what he brings to uh, Queer Eye matters so much, yeah, but like yeah. we were talking about earlier in the show, like, you can still like someone and call them out on their bullshit, like, yeah. that's just life. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for your growth. Okay. <laughs> and and that's like, the name of the okay. game. Growth. Yeah. It's like I'm ready for your growth, but if you're just like if you can't handle critique, 
but then want people to accept your critique, that's a problem for me. Okay, and you're talking about um, starting a conversation and uh, talking to these people. So sit on Twitter and talk to these people because you done made a fucking mess. Right. Talk. Let's let let's talk about it. If that's talk, what you're talk really about it. Talk about it. <laughs> let's hold the conversation. Let let's not run because that's uh with the blue checks, that's really like the go to move. Like let's delete everything. Let's let's stop the conversation that's making me uncomfortable. Like, no, let's go further into it. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like sheesh. Just the worst. Just <laughs> Come on. It's like I, I want to vote for you, but I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> it's just no. It's a thousand. It's like, ugh, come on. But Tan is on there. So watch Queer Eye for Tan, because he's Tan. Okay. Uh one one final question. Like, what what hit me? Is there anything like JV and Jonathan Jonathan Van Ness is like Come on. Listen, I love I love the hair and the mustache and the yes. I love that he is not being a character. That literally is how he acts all right, the time. Right. So I could see if he was like, you know, adding, doing all that for the show. No, homeboy's like that all the time. So I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, that doesn't bother me. It's like, there might be people that be like, oh my God, why are you acting like this? And I'm like, because he's like that all the time. Right. I, I love JVN. Yay! Okay, so you didn't ruin all my faves today. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to, because when that, that video of him meeting Sophie Turner, he's like, oh my God, crazy, you my name! I'm like, girl, that's me. <laughs> that will be me. She's like, oh my God! Joe, come over here! I'm like, Oh my God, I love this moment so much. <laughs> I live. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh my God. Stephanie, like, oh. <laughs> okay. So I was going to say this earlier, but like, you have this ability to like do like kitchen table talk where it's like, we just two homegirls talking. Like, I feel like I met you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, that girl. Because I liked. Because it's like <laughs> I like talking. I like talking to you. I'm like I. Li- I'm sorry. I'm a gabber Listen, or a podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh all right. I'm like I like to do all that. I can't do. I can't roll my R's like Cardi. If I could do it, it's over for y'all hoes. Okay. Once I learn how to do it, say I can't do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, okay, well I've, I I I seriously cannot believe we talked this long. Okay. And you got to come through to the Mocha minutes cuz we talk black shit over there too. Okay, I'm ready. I am. <laughs> I'm like I don't like ready. This is pain for you, she but you She ready. <laughs> yeah, watch that and not Dave Chappelle. Oops. Oop. See, Dave Chappelle could have been on a whole nother episode because he's causing quite the stir. Yes. Quite the stir. As Dave Chappelle does. I already told my um comedian friend because he's a comedian. I'm like, yeah, we're going to, I want you to come on the show and we're going to discuss this. And he's like, I'm down for it. Let me know when you want to do it. Because he's a comedian. So it's like, I value his opinion. Because right. I've noticed when it, when it comes to the conversation around Dave Chappelle, 
listening to comedians talk about it, I'm like, so guys, as somebody who likes stand-up comedy, delirious, as problematic as the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of it is, it's still one of my favorite stand-ups. Mm. I can still recognize the first 15, 20 minutes of it is, is problematic as hell. Yeah. Everybody's like, did you probably got to apologize? You know who apologized for his stand-up? Eddie Murphy. Oh, nineteen ninety six. That okay. man apologized. It's like why y'all act like you no, you so don't think that it's like all of a sudden y'all too sensitive. I'm like, um then the people were sensitive in the eighties too. Why? Because they know that shit is problematic. You don't have to punch down. What is wrong with y'all? Mm. And it's like we don't have yeah. to talk about everything. Like you don't. It's like your life is already fucked up, Dave Chappelle. Talk about your own fucked up life. Not punch <laughs> down. I noticed some other funny shit. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy, because oh. he was probably one of the best parts of the Chappelle show. Honestly. Was Charlie Murphy. Honestly. Oh my God. Chappelle show is iconic. Whoever says anything different, like it's very, it's like, it's, fu- it's funny as hell. So when he was talking about using the F word, he's like, why can I say nigga? I'm like, so first of all, sir, let me pull your coattail for one quick second. Because as somebody who watched the Chappelle show, when it was on Comedy Central, you couldn't say nigga on the goddamn show. You had to, you get, it was bleeped out on Comedy Central and you mm-hmm. only heard it on the DVD. You need to stop doing this. Why are you lying? They didn't, they didn't, air it on Comedy Central. They bleeped that shit out. And you heard it on the DVD. Right. Like, fuck you. You did not say nigga (laughs) on no Comedy Central. Why are you playing? Oh my god. Listen, I can say, not not the Chappelle show, but I can say watching the boondocks after a certain time. I was like, does this nigga just say nigga? Mm-hmm. And y'all want this to come back so Aaron Magruder can keep making fun of y'all? I'm like, he's making fun of you. You do realize that, right? You do realize that. You're like, y'all re- I'm like, we need the boondocks back. Y'all not ready for that because he gonna make fun of y'all asses. Every And the bad part, everything on the boondocks, all that shit has been happening. It's like, mm-hmm. God damn it. It's like, God damn it. It's like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> woo. Okay, this is my final question for real since you brought it up. <laughs> you know <laughs> <what's> happening <laughs> on the boob docks. <laughs> <laughs> so, the question of the hour Have you tried Popeye's chicken sandwich? Okay, so yes, I did. <laughs> Here is how I did it. Okay, so everybody, I only did it once during dinner, and I was like, never again. The first time I had it, so I've had it three times out of the whole few weeks that it's happened. So the first time I got it during, in the middle of the day because I had a doctor's appointment, I was like, oh, it's a Popeye's. Let me go try the chicken sandwich. There was no line. So I got the original, and I was like, I mean, it's Popeye's chicken. I like Popeye's chicken. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Kev on stage video of the spicy. I'm like, let me try the spicy. And again, during like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, no line at the Popeye's. Fine. And then I was like, ooh, this sandwich, the, the, the spicy will change your life, okay? The spicy will change your life. Oh. And then I tried it like, if I got off work, I'm like, I kind of want a chicken sandwich. The first Popeye's I went to, the line was all over the place. 
the the drive through was broken. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this today. <laughs> then I went to another Popeyes. The line was wrapped around, and I was like, let me go inside. Girl, it took me 45 minutes to get a chicken sandwich. I'm like, no, I'm never doing didn't. this again. Girl, yes, because they were doing it in like batches. It was so weird. So then all these people who like who really like Chick Fil A chicken, I'm like, that that's fine. They're like, you know, we'll never have this problem with Chick Fil A. All they make is fucking chicken sandwiches. Wait until they they keep teasing this bucket for Chick Fil A. Wait till that bucket happens. You're gonna run into y'all. Problems. Y'all are gonna act like it's the second coming. And plus, people do this weird thing about we don't ever have lines at Chick Fil A. What Chick Fil A? There's always a fucking line at Chick Fil A. It's like, the, and you know, once October hits and the chicken sandwiches come back, maybe they're like, they realized it. They probably didn't think it was going to catch on, but people really like Chick Fil A. I'm um, um, Popeye's chicken. And the other thing is, can I just say there were a whole lot of white people in my Popeye's chicken. Because mm. everybody thinks it was just black people who did this. I'm like, no, there were a lot of white people who like, white people like chicken. Stop thinking yeah. like chicken is only a black thing. Right. White people love chicken too. Chicken good. I always be like, I need some Hello? black people chicken. Some fried chicken. And like, I don't even call it fried chicken. Black people chicken. That's what I need. Because I'm <laughs> levels to this, okay? I need some there black- are levels. <laughs> some black auntie cookout chicken okay that's Come on. what we need right now we need the chicken that where they um season the flour okay okay season the flour season it up good and got that oil popping everywhere that's the kind of Come chicken on. I, need. I need i need the i need the dirty um apron because you know he <laughs> baby in the kitchen and they like whoo fried all this chicken hours <laughs> right Flavoring over the deep fryer. Whew. Oh my god! Oh, Stephanie. Huh? You're like the bestie in my head. Like I cannot deal with this conversation. <laughs> what is happening? I cannot deal with this. <laughs> I want to thank you so so much for coming on, and I want to also encourage everyone to go check out Mocha Minutes because, like, it's great. Like, this is tame. I, I feel like this. Is- <laughs> Super chain for you. It really is. I I will say it really is. I was listening to you at work. Like, oh no, they went there. They're going there. Uh uh. Saying, don't tell them like, no, fuck this. I'm gonna say it. (laughs) The people need to hear. I'm saying, keep it, man. Either keep it cute or keep it on mute. Okay. Period. So, Stephanie, uh, do you have any upcoming projects? What are you doing for Mocha Minutes? Like, let me know. So, I just dropped my 100th episode this week, and it was the review of the Steven Universe movie. We we talked about other stuff, but it was mostly the Steven Universe review, and it was great because it's my friend Shantae, who um, is one of the co-hosts for Single Simulcast, and we're big Steven Universe fans. And then my friend Brandon, who hosts the Why So Serious podcast and Comic Book 101, he came into the Steven Universe movie cold turkey he's never watched steven universe and he said oh i want to do the review i watched the movie and i was like okay and then he was like i got so many questions i'm like oh okay and now he's like now i want to watch steven universe because me and shantae are like we love steven universe this is the best thing ever um and 
it was so great. And then in two weeks, because this week I have Rebecca from the AA meeting coming on. And then next week is my anniversary episode. So it'll be my second year anniversary. So I'm super, super excited. So yeah, that's, that's what's going on for, and then I'm rounding out September with, I got to figure out who that is. Yeah. I got a lot going on, but yeah, two years of Mocha Minutes. September is always a busy month. So I'm super excited. That's what's going on for Mocha Minutes. So, so so, um, (laughs) where, uh, I feel like I'm like, don't say that, but then like, I have to say that I feel like Garnett's a stallion, but like, I want to be her for Halloween. I'm very miniature. (laughs) Can I just tell you, I'm thinking about being a crystal gem, but I really kind of like opal. I love that fusion, but Garnet is, Garnet is everything, but I'm like, I kind of liked opal and I'm like, can I pull off that? I don't know. (laughs) But I also love Connie too, so right. So it's like, eh, what are we doing? Hold on. See, I'm like, but I love Opal. I oh, Garnet is queen, and so I'm just like, I don't know. One of these years, I'm gonna be a crystal gem. I, every time, like you know how Cartoon Network is showing them at like people at the Comic Cons, I'm like, dang, that is dedication to be a crystal gem right. at Comic Con. So I'm like, whew, I need some, like, I need some tips and some pointers. How do y'all get all this stuff? Is it all online? Do you make it? How do y'all do this? That's all I'm thinking. See, that's what I'm saying, because this is why we need another episode with the fat friend, because I'm like, listen, you ain't no Garnett. You might as well go ask Steven and call it a day, because uh, you know, for sure. Who the hell said that? <laughs> First of all, if y'all don't get off our nerves, they're like, uh-uh, no, be the fat one. No, nothing wrong with <laughs> That's the thing. They'd be like, be amethyst. I want to be garnet. But you have the body for amethyst and you have the body of ugly. Shut up. Right. Period. Like Period. I'm gonna be yeah. Garnet, Queen Garnet, and you can't say nothing. Or Queen Opal. And Come you can on. Oh, right? I'm like, oh gosh. Oh my god. And those be the people that be like, mm, to be Jay-Z for Halloween, I have to dress in blackface. Like you actually don't. You really don't. <laughs> you can just do it. Right. You don't have to do blackface. I'm like, I'll scared. I gotta be this person. I don't have to put blackface on because you won't know if I wear like their costume who I am. Right. So that's not true. Listen, this year I've committed to being a thick ass eleven from Come uh, on. Okay. And can't nobody tell me shit about being Girl, eleven. Okay? Please get that outfit that she had on this season because honey, <laughs> I'm like I want that. That's so that little romper is so cute. I'm like, (laughs) okay. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on your social media. So you can find Mocha Minutes Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The handle is at Mocha Minutes. Um, You can follow me on Twitter um, at Sunny Twote That. Um, You can DM me if you're cute. If you're not, please don't DM me. (laughs) Um, because I will just ignore you. <laughs> and listen, I saw when you said hi the first time, you don't have to write it again. Hi, hey, hi. <laughs> I am ignoring you. Why are you still reaching out to me? It's like, please leave me alone. Um, you can also email me mocha minutes at gmail.com. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Castbox. Luminary, if you look, because I think everybody's podcast is on Luminary. Um, 
yeah, I think that's everything. Or any, or whatever you go. I think Podchaser as well. So any podcatcher you use, except for SoundCloud, um, I am not on there. I don't think it might be like some really early episodes on there, which is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, everywhere else you can find me. Okay, beautiful. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Toxic as Fuck. I will see you later. Bye. And that is a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're liking what you hear. And definitely follow me on Instagram at ToxicAFPod or my personal Twitter, EllisThePoet, E-L-Y-S, The Poet. I want to hear from you. Like seriously, at me. (laughs) Okay, bye.